Hello and welcome back to another episode of My Life in Games, episode 20. 20 fucking episodes! Two yeah! Zero. Two zero. Uh, however, this episode is going to be a little different. Uh, it is just uh, myself, Silas, and Neutron today. Hey, there, hey. there is no Sage. Sage, uh, Sage ran away for a day. I replaced him, guys. Sorry. <laughs> just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yep. Now, uh, Neutron hasn't been drinking yet, but I already am. Yes, it's not even <laughs> not quite noon yet. And I'm drinking, but it's my day off. So I'll do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> it's still man. It's still early over here. It's 1030 Central Time for oh. you, for you. But it's later for me. It's almost noon. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> five o'clock somewhere damn it <laughs> that is correct uh but anyway so yeah we'll we'll do our usual our usual start uh, what we've been playing and all that and then of course we'll get into the to the more meaty stuff we have uh quite a few things to to talk about this episode this should be uh quite interesting all right so uh i'll go first i'll give you a minute to to breathe there neutron <laughs> <laughs> give you a minute to think about what all you want to say <laughs> um of course, um, I've been pl- I was playing Dot Hack. I did actually finish it. I finished Volume Three and finished the uh, extended parts of Volume Four. Ooh. Uh, so, which was, of course, wasn't a part of the original release. It was just part of the remaster. So it has like a a more fleshed out. Basically, uh, Volume Four only took me about like four or five hours to complete. But it's basically like a like an epilogue kind of deal. But it's like a more fleshed out ending where a lot of questions that weren't answered, you know, because the way that they ended it uh, got answered. Um, your character got a final form, which was fucking awesome. Chainsword. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's like wearing a duster and all this stuff and like looking all badass. I'm like, why couldn't they have started off Haseo looking cool? Or at least partway through something. Damn. All he said is, this is not my final form. So that was pretty fun going on with that. There's certain things I didn't care for about the way that they did it. I'm glad that they added that stuff. But what I didn't like is unlike in the previous volumes where you could uh, go back and do like the arena and all that stuff. A lot of all that stuff was was locked off. You could There's only certain areas you could go to. It was very, very limited in where you could go. Um, and there's a couple additional characters. Well, at least one additional character, I should say, that you can get. I won't spoil much for those who haven't went through or played the series. But um, and I just felt like by the time you get them unlocked, you basically finish the whole thing. And then there's not a whole lot you can do. Unlike the other volumes where basically everything was, you could go back and complete, you know, your old quest and everything else. But in volume four, all that stuff is locked off. So they kind of dropped the ball a little bit there, but I'm glad they added the extra stuff for the ending and stuff. Cause that was kind of cool. Um, so for further remasters, if anyone does anything like that, where they add extra stuff, don't lock all your shit, please <laughs> let us, let us explore more. You give us this cool stuff and then we can't even really explore that much. So it would have been nice if they would have, um, uh, let us do that. Maybe there was a time constraint or something on the re-release or, you know, where they, I don't know. There, there's some reason behind it. I don't know, but still, uh, it was worth the second playthrough. I enjoyed playing it on the PS4 with the uh, 60 FPS smoothness. That was nice. Um, and of course, you know, some more updated graphics. And that's the other thing I noticed too in the last volume. I know that they redid a lot of the uh, the sequences uh, for all the volumes, but in the fourth volume, they had way more like uh, anime sequences, and they were very, very nice looking. Oh, um, cool. In comparison to how some of the other ones were based off of the original sequences and just cleaned up, where this was like all new. 
it would have been nice if they would have done all the videos, you know, all the basically the cutscenes like that. If they would have done them all like that. That would have been really, really nice instead of only a few through the other volumes. Uh, so if there would have been a bit more time into it, um, I would have liked it more. But it was still worth the playthrough. In fact, uh, now that I'm done with it, I'm going to send it to an old friend of mine and let him uh, play through it. <laughs> so how many hours did you spend on this to beat the game? Um, each volume, except for the fourth one, I put about 25 so and then the last one was another so probably about 80 roughly altogether. I bet. Uh to go through to go through all four. Um and so now I've moved back to Persona 5. Ooh. Um which, you know, uh has kind of been nice. Uh, at least uh, I've it's it's helped with my streams a little bit, uh, getting a little bit more interaction there cuz <laughs> let's face it Persona 5 is uh, quite interesting. It's a lot more uh it has a mature rating for a reason. Uh <laughs> which uh of course makes it a little bit more fun for a mature gamer when you give other people coming in and watching and things um it's just it's it just because of how different it is it makes it uh, it's very different jrpg style and everything and that's part of what i like about it so it's it's been nice to go back and get get back into that game um aside from that i also picked up uh detroit become human i saw your post i am excited for those streams and i haven't streamed it yet that's something i might do an extra stream with and when we talk about and we do have some streaming news later uh, so there's a couple things I want to say about that that I'm thinking of. Uh, but when we get to that section of the cast, I'll talk more about that. Uh, but no, I've been playing Detroit. Um, and the way that plays out, it's very, very story heavy. Um, it's one of those games where, you know, it's more of a different stuff happens. And you have like, you know, a time to make you have so much time to like have reactions and things like that. And a lot of stuff. There's a lot of uh, those kind of sequences. Um, but it's very, very story heaven, but it's very, very good. And the graphics is so fucking pretty on my 4K TV. Love it. Um, <laughs> um, no, there's like the details are really, really, really good. I mean, games are getting there's certain things you can still tell. It's like, you know, some CG shit. But when you sit back and you look a lot of the stuff, it's like very, very close to real. It's like shit's getting, you know. Our technology is getting good. I love it. Uh, but no, the story on it is really good. And part of what I like is they have so many different branching options and different ways you can play depending on how, what you do. Um, I'm playing it on the mode where your characters can actually be killed. Oh, shoot. Because there's several different uh, characters you can play as well. It helps with the story. So if they die, then it changes where the story goes. So it's one of them games where, yeah, it might not be an 80-hour game in a single playthrough, but you're going to play through multiple times and not have the same experience necessarily depending on how you play and what you do. And so that's really, really cool. And the different characters, certain things I'm, as I'm playing through, I see are kind of like interlinked. I've actually had a couple of the different characters I've played as uh, cross each other's paths. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really, really cool. And I'm actually looking forward to doing some, some streams of that uh, down the road. Uh, But uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Aside from that, um, I haven't touched my 3DS. <laughs> I want to, but I just haven't. Um, Gotta give it some love. And of course, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still playing. Uh, I pl- I've still been playing Terra. I've been playing that with my son. In fact, uh, today, uh, June second, the date that we're recording this. Of course, uh, obviously, this is going to be released at a later point. Um, it's my son's birthday, so I'll be playing. Uh, we play. I'll be playing some Terra with him with him later. Neutron, you need to come play Terra. We need a fucking healer. <laughs> um, or I'm just going to make, when I have two characters, I actually have a um, more of a, I have a DPS character, uh, a buddy of mine that plays with us. Um, he he has, he's the, he's the tank. And of course, uh, uh, my son plays as a, as a long range uh, 
a long range, kind of more of a sniper, but also damage dealer kind of deal. Um, but my second character is Mage. Uh, she's a fucking badass psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Many things explode. Um, but you know, if I, if I create a third character, it'll 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 probably be a healer because it's one thing. It seems like nobody wants to play a fucking healer or support. Everyone wants to be blowing shit up, which you know. Can't blame you. It's, it's fun to blow shit up in that game, especially when you get large mobs and you just nuke them all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my play style. I just blow shit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, that's that's it for me. Uh, what have you been playing, Neutron? What's what's been down your uh, your your gaming time? Oh man, so the grind continues on Destiny Two. Uh, uh, there's a lot of good stuff. They actually just uh, on Thursday they announced that June sixth will be their uh, reveal for year two content. So I'm excited to see what wow. they have in, in their back pockets. Um, and so far I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it again. I've been honestly playing it every day or every other day. It's, wow. it's, it's back to that point. I've been streaming it a lot more. Um, the other thing yeah, I've been at work, but it's about every time you stream. So yeah, <laughs> or going to bed <laughs> one, yeah. or the, one or the other. I, I stream sometimes pretty late, like after 9 PM central time. So that's 10 your time. So that's yeah. time to go to, go to sleep. Um, but other than destiny two, uh, I finished up another game on my list, Tesla grad. Um, that was actually a really fun game. It's a, it was another PSN PS plus title. Um, the artwork is awesome. It's, I think everything was like hand drawn. Oh, nice. you, you can tell from when if you uh, zoom in, and it was a very interesting platformer puzzle game. Uh, it it involved basically magnetism, so you you can change the the color of the blocks, and if it's a red block versus a blue block, right, they would uh, they would attract each other. If it was the same color, they would uh, uh, it, uh, force the the force on the other direction. So it was it was really interesting. The last two bosses, oh my god, I wanted to break my controller. It was intense. Broken controllers. <laughs> you broke your trigger. <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't even like power on anymore. Oh my gosh. So I had to buy a new one, which now matches the rest of my streaming color scheme. Oh, <laughs> nice blue controller. Um, yeah, I didn't even throw it that hard. I just got pissed when I was playing hack because I, I was having a problem with uh, one of the last bosses. <laughs> it was some stupid shit. I was doing everything right, but for some reason it wasn't... I don't know if it glitched out or what, but it, just, it wasn't counting the hits. Like, it wouldn't damage. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just tossed the controller. Well, this is all uh, tile floor. <laughs> and I guess it just landed just right. And it kind of, like blew off the front of it so oh my god oh well like maybe it'll still work and then you know because i had the tools i could open it up and put the little you know the controller bits back yeah nope 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 no worky the brookie something something jiggled wrong on the on the board inside and so it does it does work so okay well now i gotta buy a new fucking controller uh (laughs) not intentional i didn't like uh hulk slam it down on the ground or anything people no 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 But anyway, continue uh, with but yours. I, I beat it. I finally beat it. I did 100% wow. it. There's like uh, like scrolls that you can find in the game. I only found, found 15 out of 36. Um, but I don't think it changes the story or the ending at all. I might have to look up a YouTube video or something. Um, gotcha. 
but that that game was a lot of fun. I highly recommend it for anyone out there. Um, I know it's coming for to the Switch. Um, I don't know when their release date is on the Switch, but it's coming. So if you want it there, it's it's really fun. I think it's it took me to beat the game two sittings, so around five to six hours. If you're not trying to hundred percent it. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun. I don't know if they're adding any other features or content to the Switch version. Um, but it was really fun. It was really fun. I went on Twitter and, and uh, thanked the developers. I thought that was, you know, you guys did a good job. Um, oh, that's cool. And I did get a response back, so that was cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's always like, nice when, uh, when, when you get responded and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And then I decided, I mentioned this before, I have my list of 30 games I want to beat this year. That was game number five. I am way behind on this list. Yeah, it's already yeah, it's June. It's halfway June. through the year. It's, it's halfway through the year, man. I So I'm, I'm spinning things up. I'm spinning things up. So I'm playing more often now. Even if I'm, you need a gamecation, sir, take a fucking gamecation. That's probably the greatest idea. I, I was thinking of taking one last week and... Or no, I was thinking of taking one this week because I don't. I had Monday off. Yesterday I had off. I should have just taken the three days, but shit just happened, and I had to go to work for meetings <laughs> and stuff. So, um, but no. So now I'm 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 changing up a bit my list. Uh, it's still thirty, but I switched a few games because uh, I wanted to play Owlboy. I got it on the Switch. Uh, really okay. fun uh, platforming, uh, retro style game, like sixteen bit style uh okay. so that's in there with the whole hype we'll talk about this a little bit later but with the whole hype of uh, e3 they announced a new fallout game well i added fallout 4 to my list because i bought it a few years ago never finished it i only play like two three hours i, I can't i think i was playing destiny at that time so i, <laughs> I ignore every other game <laughs> damn um, it destiny and the other game that I added in there was The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. So it was a game that I got. I think it was also a PS Plus, PS Plus game. Um, it's another retro style game that I'll be doing for Retro Thursdays. Um, so you'll be seeing more Retro Thursdays, um, uh, more games to play through. The next big game that I want to finish is The Witcher. Um, I kind of stopped halfway through it because Destiny 2 came. So I was like, ah. I need to figure out a, be- a better way to split up my time, my game time. There's too many, yeah. too many games, a little time. Yeah, and games like like The Witcher and Fallout are are not uh, ten or twelve hour playthrough type games. No, they're thirty to fifty to a hundred. Yeah, much. <laughs> yeah, much, much more time time vested. So yeah, you definitely picked some real uh, time intensive games um, for your list this year. I did. I, I, I tried to do like, you know, three quarters of it quick under 20 hours. And then the rest was going to be uh, over 20. So but those over 20 are very, very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much shit to do. <laughs> so much stuff. So little time. Yeah. But that's I mean, that's so far what I'm doing. Uh, yesterday I was playing with some buddies. We were playing some um, Overwatch. So. Here and there, I just jump around some multiplayer games with my buds. Oh, there you go. All right. So uh, anything else? No, that's it for me as far as what okay. I'm playing. 
Okay. All right. Well, uh, moving along then, uh, we've been talking about some some Nintendo. Let's uh, go right into some Nintendo subjects we have, um, which actually kind of ties into a little bit of what we talked about uh, in recent episodes. Uh, we talked about Nintendo the switch was was hacked and we had some things to to say about that well it seems like the hacking's gotten a little bit further and uh on top of that nintendo has responded dun, dun, dun. with the ban hammer of justice um, yes nintendo has started issuing out bans to people running um hacked software on on the switch Good. um and basically what happens is you end up getting this this error code pops up when you try to connect to anything online when you get banned the ban that you get um and you can look up on uh there's several videos popping up on youtube now uh you could probably check today there's probably more than yesterday because um, i just started doing this recently they started handing handing out all these bans and you get this error code and um you can't connect you know you you can't use the store you can't uh use your friends list wow anything related to online you can't do including um if i uh, remember um what one person said correctly it was uh including like you know sharing videos to you know uh facebook, facebook and twitter oh, and all that stuff like the social stuff everything everything online is basically gets axed if you hack your switch now I, I there's there's a couple ways you can look at this, and I understand a few different points. Um, and uh, for for me, um, while I'm not, I don't I'm not pro or against hacking. I've uh, as I've mentioned before in these uh, casts, I've hacked older consoles, and even my current uh, 3DS is hacked. But that's for a specific reason. That is no piracy uh my 3ds is specifically i hacked it so that way i could do some streams with it which i actually haven't done yet but i need to but i have it there and that's why i did it because it's just simply way easier than um getting a a 200 and some dollar thing after sending it to japan and maybe it'll come back and work right <laughs> not doing it so you know uh for that purpose um and even though, yeah, I probably could do like, you, you know, you could, you could be like a cheap bastard and pirate stuff. Come on, 3DS games ain't that expensive. Plus, it's an older console. Um, but Nintendo issuing bans, I agree with Nintendo on this. And this is simply because even though right now there isn't piracy on the Switch, it'll probably happen at some point. Maybe not a lot. Maybe limited. But the point is, and, and not just piracy, it's more to the point of protecting their future of their online service, which is still infancy. Let's put it this way. Nintendo's way behind the online service compared to like live and even, uh, you know, uh, Sony, Sony's online service. Okay. I mean, um, Nintendo was planning on doing, uh, it got pushed back again, uh, their online service where you pay for it until, you know, later this year now when it was supposed to happen, uh, the end of last year. So Nintendo definitely doesn't need people getting on with hacked systems and, you know, injecting, uh, basically cheats or, you know, modified data and stuff like that, that can, mess with online gameplay when you think about this i mean no not everyone's gonna do it but the possibility is there you know if someone wants to get on and cheat you know aim bots you know maybe you're playing whatever game or someone just glitches through walls or becomes to where you can't do any damage or they just suddenly get items that don't exist and you know it's just gonna ruin the fun for everybody and that's something that nintendo definitely doesn't need um and so yes not everyone's gonna do that some people just want to hack it to put cool emulators and shit and i understand that emulators can be a lot of fun especially on a you know i'm sorry the switch is the best damn handheld console going right now <laughs> next to the 3ds but again nintendo okay um now granted i 
Uh, I shouldn't, I can't necessarily that say all that because the Vita was pretty good too. The Vita was pretty awesome. But as far as anything that's still being currently supported, because Sony basically gave up on the Vita a while ago, um, you know, so I understand why people would want to put like emulators and stuff on the Switch. But here's the thing. If you're going to do that, have another console, keep it offline, separate account, all that stuff. Don't, don't be taking it online just because, come on, do you want to risk getting your, your your good account banned and then you can't buy anything off the store? It's just going to fuck everything up for your, for your Nintendo life. Don't do it. Um, number two, it's not necessarily the easiest, but it'll become easier to do. Um, Neutron, uh, before we get into the next part of this bit here uh, with Nintendo and the hacking and whatnot, um, what's your thoughts on Nintendo ha- issuing out these bans and just hacking your console and stuff in general? What's what's your thoughts and, and position on some of this? I am glad they are doing a move this fast. Um, because one is, I think, yeah, I don't want to see people hacking and ruining the fun on multiplayer. So I think that was a smart move of blocking them off from any online activities. Um, yeah, like they can do whatever they want with a separate Switch console and add all the emulators they want to do any weird ass apps they want. Cause I, I who knows when Netflix is coming to <laughs> switch. <laughs> well, thanks to the hackers, you'll probably have Pornhub on there. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true. But, uh, I don't have any experience. I've never really hacked any consoles on mine. Uh, I've, I've had emulators and just downloaded like old Nintendo type titles. Um, but other than that, um, I'm glad that they're doing doing something, doing quick, because um, I mean the Switch has only been out for over a little a year, so, barely over a year. Yeah, know, so just had so having it, it, these it's, hacking issues, it's it's not good. So I'm glad that they're making moves. I'm sure they're going to do some changes to the console itself. To uh, yeah, they, yeah, they got to change change that uh, that Nvidia Turga chip out for a different one um, that doesn't have the hardware flaw. <laughs> um, so yeah. All right. So uh, any, any other thoughts on, on that? No, I'm just glad that's happening. Uh, they got a, they, they did the right move just before E3. So I'm sure they'll be, they might save uh, uh, share a little bit more information at the event. That, that could be, that could be, there might be like a design change or something that happens to the switch that also happens to include <laughs> a new uh, graphics processor. Or something. Switch pro. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see them doing that. It'll probably be the exact same switch, but they might do something a little bit like a redesign or something. Or they, it might just be a silent rollout like we talked before, too. Um, but also, talking about hacking and uh, still Nintendo Switch, there is a particular um, hacking release group that is pretty well known if you've ever followed any sort of uh, console hacking or anything. Uh, Team Executor. They released a video um, where they're going to be releasing and selling a mod chip for the nintendo it's an external one no soldering no nothing plug and play um it comes with a little bit that you put uh in the console uh off to the side i think it's by one of the joy cons it's wherever it is that you would have to do to uh basically do the hardware hack on the uh comes up basically it's a jig you have to take off one of the joy cons and you put it in there and it it does whatever it needs to do to short out the uh that chip so that way it can you can load your own shit then you stick their little chip in the usb port and you know press a couple buttons and boom now you have a hacked switch okay this is as a both a good and bad thing now i might be saying silas why the fuck are you saying this is a good thing well (laughs) hold up yes we did just talk about the bad but there is also some 
good for those who are going to be smart with themselves and not be stupid and try to cheat and stuff. Because not everybody does it. Like I said, sometimes people hack things for different reasons um, outside of cheating or whatever. Not everyone's out to pirate or cheat. So people who want to do that or people who want to make homebrew games and, and stuff like that, they can still have their homebrew stuff and, and mess around with it and see what all they can make the damn Switch do, which is not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes from hacking, uh, you get better products down the road sometimes. I mean, back in the day when we originally, like I have, when I had an original Xbox and eventually I hacked that damn thing, it was because back in those times, you couldn't put your, it wasn't, it wasn't standard that your games loaded onto the hard drive, you know? You didn't have, you know, all the media stuff that you have as base things in, in our consoles. No, like Xbox One and, and PlayStation 4, even PlayStation 3 and stuff. You didn't have all that stuff. So, you know, back in those days, yeah, when I did do some hacking stuff, and I did use some of, and I did actually use a team uh, executor mod chip at the time because they came out with a non-solder one. And I was like, yes, one I can put in. <laughs> and I used it, and of course I got a different shell, and I, I, I did a bunch of other weird shit to my Xbox. That thing was totally tricked out by the... Uh, end of its lifespan i had an lcd display on the front and all kinds of crap but uh that's beside <laughs> the point um point being this <laughs> this is real um so there is some good for those who are gonna gonna behave themselves but on the other hand it's also bad because while right now there isn't any sort of piracy or anything this makes hacking the console excessively simple like you don't have to open it up no soldering none of that you know, back in the day, even you had like soldering and stuff. This is just completely a couple things. I mean, in a few minutes, I mean, their video is a minute and a half long. Oh, wow. And it's only like the first and the first 30 seconds is 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 hacking and opening up your console to putting whatever the fuck you want on it. OK, so wow, it's a very true. quick, simple process. Any any idiot can, can a five year old can do it. OK, so the downside to this is because of that, then you're going to have people that are going to get this device, which isn't going to be super expensive, by my understanding. And you know, they can use it and then they can, you know, a lot of people just want to dick around with code. Yeah, it's cool. They can make good things, but then there's also the bad side, the cheat tools that can come from it. You know, um, of course, eventually piracy, someone figures out, um, make some sort of a decryption program to decrypt the switch games and dump them and everything, uh, to make them to where they then get shared through, you know, typical internet sharing means and all that stuff. The black market. That's a, pro- <laughs> that's a problem. So, Again, this goes back to our first point, uh, Nintendo's ban hammer of justice. I'm glad they've started issuing bans and they're on top of this shit because even though that device is coming in, yes, it's not necessarily a good thing, at least if Nintendo's already on a certain stance and taking precautions, it'll hopefully it won't really affect, um, you know, sales of, um, it won't affect like people's online play experience and it won't affect the release of their their online service, what they got planned. Cause yeah, people put, are going to put emulators on the switch, but here's the thing we know Nintendo is going to have some of the backwards, you know, some of the old games and stuff they're going to release into their online service when that launches. So we don't know what exactly Nintendo's plan is. So, you know, there, there, there's, it's a mixed bag. There, there's good and bad that can come from it. So we'll just have to wait and see on that. But uh, it's definitely something, uh, if there's more news on it, we'll definitely report on here. Um, on another note, uh, just real quick with some hacking, um, the switch isn't the only, current gen console that's been hacked and messed with <laughs> okay uh actually the least hacked of the current generation consoles believe it or not is actually the xbox one right now has like the least amount of progress there's some mild hacks but nothing like that you can really do anything worthwhile with they've learned, <laughs> unless they've you're, learned a lot <laughs> unless you're like you know um 
one of you know a coding person for the average Joe Schmo. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. The average Joe Schmo, no. Now the the PlayStation Four, on the other hand, um, if if you haven't updated your console or you happen to buy like an older one and it hasn't been updated in a little while, if your firmware is below like four point five or something like that, I actually think four point two seven is the golden firmware or some crap like that. All I know is if it's below like the five point whatever firmware you can uh, basically download a few files off the internet uh you know a couple of clicks here and button presses there and uh boom you have a, a a hacked ps4 and you can also like you know and that and that includes piracy and all which i do not condone in any way shape or form um but yet that's not good but that's also still limited to obviously the newer firmwares that sony has you know keeps so they're 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 on top of it, but still, it's, it does exist, so people can do it. Uh, but at least it keeps the piracy down and whatnot. Um, and of course, you know, then it makes it hard to play online because if you don't have the latest firmware, you kind of can't use PSN services. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I think, in some regards, I think Nintendo's kind of paid attention to things that like Microsoft and in this case Sony has done, and they paid attention. So this is good. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah, don't think the Nintendo Switch is like, you know, oh, it's bad because I was getting all hacked. It's gonna, no, no. PlayStation 4 has been hacked for a little while. It's still going strong. You just, the company has to have a way to, that they deal with this dealt with properly. It won't be something that affects a lot of people. You know, for those who want to tinker around with the system, that's cool. That's great. Whatever. Do your thing. But don't jack with other people's shit online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Any, any more thoughts from you, Neutron, on any of this? Uh, did you know that any of the other consoles had any sort of hacking going on before this cast? No. I mean, you brought me to the attention of the Switch issue, and then today you told me about PS4. I had no idea it was already hacked. I mean, so I remember my one of my cousins had a hacked PS2. Uh-huh. And I would play a lot of it, so... <laughs> I guess I was I was not I was incorrect. I've never hacked, but I have played on hacked systems. So <laughs> you unknowingly was... played on a mod modded console. Yes. <laughs> oh well. You couldn't really do there wasn't really on PS2, there really wasn't an online service really, you know, that I mean <laughs> Yeah, it was mostly just local multiplayer type games. So Yeah, yeah. Um All right. Well, I guess uh got that covered. So we'll move right along into uh, some other things, and one of which uh, is something that, uh, again, I'm sorry that Sage isn't here because I know Sega is one of his you know, favorite companies from back in the day, and I can't say I don't have some very, very fond memories of some Sega games and Sega systems. Uh, Neutron, I don't know about uh, what your relationship is with you know, uh, back in the day when you were younger, if you played much Sega systems or games from Sega, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it seems like Sega's been a lot more active lately. And I mean, obviously they, they own Atlas now, which of course made my my love of Persona over here. Uh, but it's not original. That's not an original Sega property. But still, they own it. Um, but no, they're re-releasing a lot of stuff. Um, they're releasing a lot of uh, um, like uh, Dreamcast games and even like Genesis games and stuff. Like there's a uh, what is it? There's a collection coming out on PS4 of some Sega games. Uh, so that's gonna be kind of interesting. There's also some other uh, Sega IPs that like were Dreamcast and stuff like that that are getting released on the Switch. Now I know the one series that has been active for Sega in recent years, of course, was Bayonetta on Switch. Probably the only uh, real maturated game that ended up on any other uh, Nintendo console in recent years, outside of, of course now the Switch is doing a lot more 
mature stuff, which is good. Thank God. Thank you, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they've been more, more, a lot more active. There's, there's stuff that's getting remastered. In fact, one game that was um, one particular Sega series that I have been a fan of for, since, since the very first game is the Shining series, which originally started off as a tactical RPG uh, series of games and then kind of trans transitioned around about the Sega Saturn time, I want to say, into an action RPG series. Um, and the Shining series, there hasn't been a new release over here on a main home console, I want to say, and don't quote me on the exact time here, but I want to say somewhere between like eight to ten years. Wow. On a home console, there hasn't been a Shining game released in the United States. Now in Japan, there has. And one of the things that Sega is doing, which I found very, very interesting, because Sega has been very, very terrible about bringing games over here to the West, is they're actually uh, remastering a PS, the PS3 uh, Shining game, uh, Shining Resonance, and they're re-releasing it on PS4, and it's going to be a, like a, an upgrade and all that stuff with better graphics, and of course all the DLC content and everything with it. And that game wasn't released outside of Japan. And it's now being remastered and released on PS4. And in fact, I pre-ordered it and it comes out like a little over a month. Did you just say pre-order? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I used that evil word pre-order, that thing I generally don't do. In fact, I think we made mention of it in the last cast. Yes. That's not something, that's not something I really uh, uh, get down with. So uh, obviously this is a big statement in that case. And I'm very excited for this. And, uh, you know, the Shining series has a, has a place in my heart that's a that's a Sega thing outside of Fantasy Star. Okay, so please, if this goes over well, Sega, bring us some fucking Fantasy Star, damn it. We even need another one of those, too. Um, <laughs> that would be um, awesome. But here, here's my thing. Sega's been a lot more active with stuff, so which also has me kind of excited for E3 because they've been doing... Yes, these might be remasters. This might be some old stuff getting released, but there's been a lot of activity from Sega this year from Sega. So it kind of makes me hopeful that there's some other good stuff in the pipeline. It's like they're getting traction. Of course, can't say that Persona 5 didn't make them a shit ton of money. Granted, I know Atlas, different company, but Sega owns Atlas now. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we can make some money. Now, the hope is, and, and I hope Sega utilizes Atlas correctly because Atlas has the in my opinion, probably one of the best localization translation teams for, for the U S I really do because all their, cause like persona five, I have the Japanese audio, but I can actually play in English and I don't mind it. Like their voice actors are good. They have good voice actors and they don't make, they don't do shitty translations. They do a very, very good job. So hopefully they, they use it for some other stuff, but that'd be cool. Uh, so neutron. Yeah. Share, uh, do you have any, was there any Sega IPs that uh, you played back in the day or systems? What's, what's your connection with, with, with Sega? So I never <laughs> owned a Sega console, but I no did. No Game Gear, no Genesis, no Master System, no. No, I, 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 so I remember, I think this was fourth grade. I was fourth, fourth and fifth, fifth grade. I was living in Mexico and after school we would go to arcade and they would have Dreamcast. So I would uh-huh. I would spend my pesos. <laughs> I would I would pesos as a child. My, my pesos and go play for an hour after class. I can't remember the name, but it was like one of those old school um, top down uh, airplane shooter type games on the oh, Dreamcast. Okay, gotcha. That was one of my favorites. I, I'll have to I have to Google and find out what it was. 
that would be cool. Yeah. I want to see some of those old school arcade games. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, though they are doing a lot some some re-releases. So who knows? But yeah, good stuff. Um, any other Sega stuff? Or was that pretty much your? Uh, your I thing mean, was that Sonic, <laughs> Sonic, a lot of Sonic. Oh. <laughs> of course, Sonic. Uh, the most notable thing from Sega, and about the only thing they've really released much of uh, over here outside of again uh, Bayonetta, as far as like any you know. Uh, in-house IPs. That's another reason why I'm so excited for they're bringing a, sh- a fucking shining game over here. Holy shit. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing this and of course streaming the living hell out of it, which by then I should be done persona or at least done my first playthrough. I won't really be done with persona ever, but my first playthrough. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to bring in any new IPs at E3. Now I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, they've had a lot of activity. You got to figure they're not going to push out other stuff unless they're trying to maybe, you know, unless there's some funding they're putting together for some uh, new project or something, which would be really cool. That would be awesome. It would be great to see Sega have something like something new. Yeah. Like something big. That'd be, be fucking fantastic. All right. Well, I think uh, we can move on into the the next topic of discussion which was uh you brought to my attention uh because it's something that you kind of were noticing so uh why don't you tell us a little bit about uh what our next uh start out start us off neutron start us off on the next all right uh, so a lot of people that i follow on twitch on their social medias instagram uh twitter has starting to move around they're actually looking at the different uh streaming platforms Uh, you got uh mixer you have now Facebook Gaming. Uh, we won't talk about YouTube Gaming because they, they kind of, they're like the ugly stepchild or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a redheaded stepchild. Yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah. But no, people are making moves. And some people are finding success early. Like they'll have someone that's partnered, has been three years on, on Twitch, can get as many follows as they had on Twitch on the new platform within a few months and that you're talking about follows in the a hundred thousands or something. I don't know. There was one guy that literally he moved, he made the announcement, he moved, he already had uh, like 3000 follows on his first day. Cause just from the announcement. So that was nuts. I, I follow him. I watch his streams on mixer. Um, so now you're seeing, you're seeing this competition uh, between the gaming platforms, and don't get me wrong, I like this. I like that there's competition. It pushes they they're pushing each other on what they can do for for us streamers, gamers. And this uh, is good. This is a very good thing. This is very good thing. Um, so I like the idea, and I think a lot of the people that are moving are one thing that you have to understand from Twitch is there's a lot of people on Twitch. It is. Uh, the market's oh, saturated. Yeah, it's saturated. So it is harder to find uh, new streamers because most the majority of the people are going to go for the top 10, right? You got your ninjas. You got your Dr. Lupos. You got a bunch of other guys that, that are competing for the top spots. Um, so it's hard for, uh, you know, small to medium streamer to find much traction. So what they're doing is now they're moving to a different platform in order to grow their community because I think the people that I've seen move around, that's what they really want. They want to grow a community. It's not about the money. It's not about that. They, they just want uh, more interaction, uh, be able to talk with the chat. And they haven't seen that much growth, I guess, in the last year or two on Twitch. 
So they want to get that feeling again. And that brings me to my point of would I reconsider changing to Mixer or one of the other platforms? Now, you, you've streamed to Mixer before, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, because you streamed with me. so That was <laughs> we fun. Did, we did co-streaming. Yeah, and the, and the co-streaming feature is something that Twitch still does not have, and I don't know why. It's fucking fantastic, and over on Mixer, it did work really, really well. I did enjoy that. Um, but before you uh, answer your question, I uh, you talked about you know someone on their first day, they made an announcement, they got a bunch of follows. But here's the thing, and this is kind of a, a different take on that. Out of those follows, how many of them were from that actual platform and not people just transitioning from the platform they started on and coming and watching them there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the majority was already followers, right? Um, but, I mean, I don't remember what his growth was, but within three months, he, he gained a lot of traction on Mixer, getting, you know, Mixer-exclusive followers, not someone jumping from Twitch to Wobbling, so. Right. But that initial boost does help, though, because that's the other thing, too. When you're, when you're smaller and you don't have as many people to bring with you, just like any other streaming platform, the more viewers you got, it puts you easier to see. So if they're already large and then they move over, it's going to be easier for them to have that big-ass kind of growth where a smaller person won't see it as much, I don't think. So it's something you got to keep in mind. Just switching platforms isn't a magic cure-all. That, that is correct. Like, right now, I'm not getting, like, you know, over five views. I don't care. Uh, I, what I really want is people interacting, people talking about the games that they like, right. what I'm playing. You know, I want to have that one-on-one uh, -on -one type interaction. So that's why I'm reconsidering because there, there's less, I guess, people streaming on Mixer. Uh, there's probably a good chance that if you're, like, I prefer playing retro games. There's probably not going to be many people playing a specific retro game. And if they find you playing, they're like, oh, shit, I'm going to go play that game because I remember it was a lot of fun when I was a kid. You know, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, there you go. So, so you have a plan. You, you know what you want out of, you know, the type of community that you want. And I guess what I'm kind of also hearing is maybe you don't feel like that's the community you're getting on Twitch, right? That is correct. Basically. So, you know, so yeah, it, it, it doesn't hurt to try something new. So what's, what's your possible strategy if you decide to try out Mixer because you already are affiliate on Twitch? I mean... Is it one of these things where you're just going to be like, okay, I'm done with Twitch and I'm moving to Mixer? Or is it something where you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to try it out and not stream to Twitch? Or are you going to kind of break it up? What's 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 your plan if you decide to do this so you can compare? Yeah, so I think what I'll do is I will dedicate myself. I'll probably move over to Mixer, right? I will test it out on Mixer for a month or two, give it a good uh you know, good. Oh, so just completely 100% just move over? And yeah, I, I will not cancel my Twitch account. I just want to see how, how do I do on Mixer for a you know consistent two or three months. If I feel okay. like I, I'm getting the interaction, the uh, uh, you know community growth that I'm looking for there, I'll stick around. Right. Right, right. I, right now, I'm not really losing anything from switching. Um I just I just want to gain a little bit more, uh, um, like I say, interaction. Just talk with more of my uh, 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 viewers. Um, that's something I'm not really con uh, getting right now on Twitch. Has been fun. Don't get me wrong. I have my friends come in and say hi, um, but also want to I want to learn, see, make make new friends as well. 
Right, right. Oh, yeah. I hear you, because to be honest, you know, I, I went back to Twitch, and because I was, as you know, I, I was streaming on Mixer, uh, entirely on Mixer, and I went back to Twitch, and for me, my experience, I mean, yes, there has been a couple times I've stopped, and that's not good. However, um, when I am streaming, even consistently, uh, it, it's not been good. <laughs> um we won't we won't we won't get uh get a whole lot of numbers out there whatnot um we'll just say that i had more followers before i went back to twitch than after (laughs) and i've gained new followers so you know a big reason i went back to twitch from mixer was because there was several people that were asking me to come back because they were Twitch fans. They didn't want to jump over to Mixer. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I have a good base. I have a lot more people over here. It's, you know, and things were kind of slow going on Mixer at the time. As much as I liked a lot of Mixer's features, things were slow going at the time. Mixer was having a lot of very large growing pains. You know, it was about this time last year, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, they were still really pushing their new FTL and stuff, which, you know, of course, Twitch is finally catching up to that little latency stuff, but you know, Mixer did it first. They're ahead on that particular part. Um, so, you know, I, I came back and a couple people came by. And then after a while, a lot of the people that, where are they now? <laughs> They're not the ones coming into my streams. It's, you know, it's you, it's Sage, um, you know, a couple people from Sage's community and, and a few other regular people. But other than that, not much, but yeah, like I said, I, I've seen some new people and whatnot. And yes, I do stream kind of late lately. Um, my stream schedule does change, but I do update people and I do tell them, Hey, you know, um, and I have kept it pretty consistent. Other than my last stream, I did have to cancel it. But outside of that, you know, the days it's always certain days. I always stream on whether it's, yeah, sometimes I might start at 8 PM or another times I might start at five, but I'll always update you way ahead of time you know, Hey, the stream's going to be a bit earlier tonight or whatever, but it's still, I, I mean, it's consistent as possible with my ever changing work schedule. And so for me, you know, in the past I had that same issue and I did a lot better where this last, like you said, this last year has been just kind of very stagnant feeling, I guess is the word. So, you know, I've, I myself have considered, you know, maybe giving mixer another chance, um, just for that reason, of course, I don't know. I don't think I would do a complete move at this point, but for me, maybe like uh, extra streams. And that's where I was getting at earlier when I was talking about Detroit. I thought about maybe if I do some extra streams and I do like Detroit or something that might be, or even persona, it doesn't matter what the case may be, but um, my extra streams would be over on mixer where my normal plan streams I would keep doing on Twitch and maybe do that for a few months. And then, you know, and obviously since I would be streaming on mixer less, yeah, we kind of shoot myself in the foot a little bit, but what I would want to try to do is if I can maybe maybe do two extra streams and then uh, my two Twitch streams, but try to get it as close as, you know, um, just so I can get some comparable and just see if I see better growth over there than what I already have on Twitch, you know, and just see if, if there's any difference. If not, then, you know, nothing lost. And, you know, I can either keep doing, keep doing that split like that or just, you know, uh, just go completely back to Twitch and, you know, <laughs> there we are. You know, I don't necessarily want to stop streaming on Twitch because I do have, you know, like I said, a few people that that uh, do regularly come in. But there are certain things I do miss about Mixer. Like I said, one of the biggest things was the the co-streaming feature. That was that was that was great. 
Yeah, sharing one chat. That was so awesome. So as far as other services, like what made you choose Mixer instead of like, say, Facebook gaming or the now mostly dead YouTube gaming? <laughs> <laughs> well, I so Facebook gaming is relatively new, right? So they're going through their growing pains. Yeah. Um, so there's opportunity for if, if you're like a big streamer moving over, you can you can be one of the few first to kind of help mold what Facebook gaming should be. Because I, I think I, I, I read a post that they're now implementing ideas from Twitch and Mixer over to get Facebook gaming, like tips, uh, subs, all that kind of standard stuff that you see on other platforms. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be beneficial. You can be, you can be that, you can be that first guy or girl over there and grow from the beginning. But you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's the risk that you have to kind of plan and prepare for and, you know, have some kind of mitigation plan for it. Yeah. Um, but the only other thing on, on Facebook is, um, you know, on, on, on gaming generally we have, we create this persona, like our, our new, whatever username it is to kind of protect yeah. our identity on Facebook. You're kind of, you can't really create a fake username on Facebook. You'll like people will see your full name. So you have to feel comfortable in that position, right? Depending if, if, if streaming is your full-time job, then yeah, go ahead. You're that's that's what you're doing for life. Say, but for other people that they have, uh, I don't know, they work for the government or you know some kind of kind of political figure or something. I don't know. It's it's a uh, you you. Tr- I try for my job to keep away, you know, streaming and and work yeah stuff. Keep that separate. Yeah, keep yeah. that separate. So I have that that same thing. I'm actually in one of those kind of jobs. It's not government, uh, as I've talked about before. I work in healthcare and the health system here. Um, they monitor things like your Facebook and and things like that. And there's a lot of things that are, you know, because technically you do still represent that entity. Um, so, you know, and of course my streams, I let loose when I stream, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a beer on stream. I'll, I'll show you my rum bottle and shit if that's what I'm <laughs> drinking or, you know, whatever, whatever it happens to be, which sometimes does get me yelled at on Twitch, by the way. Uh, never happened on Mixer, but we'll get, go there. Uh, I think Mixer's a little bit more lax on a couple of things, but the point being, I'm, I'm not out to get completely trashed on stream until I throw up or nothing like that. You've watched this. I don't, I don't get like that, but I do drink and I do have a good time and I do talk very adult material. And needless to say, if I was to stream to Facebook, I would probably lose my job. <laughs> Just because of it could very be easily be taken out of context, out of context. Plus, there's a lot of people from my workplace that are on my Facebook, and you know, since I work, you know, in this healthcare system, just the the one hospital that I campus that I work at alone has you know thousands of employees. Okay, any one of them could easily find my Facebook, and you know. <laughs> things could could be bad really quick. All it would take would be one person being offended by you know, something I put out there. And while, yes, I, I do try to edit myself and not be like completely a complete belligerent douche. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I do like to let loose and have a good time. So for me, that's, that's not going to work. And also Facebook basically owns everything you put on it. And I'm sorry, I wouldn't put it past Facebook to seriously screw streamers. For me, Facebook isn't where 
I get it. To me, I feel like that's more for the kiddies. If that's where you're going to stream for the, maybe the new streamers that are, that are younger and whatnot. But for those of us that are older, I'm staying away from that. And the other thing is maybe the younger ones won't think about is what happens if you do streaming for, for a long time and then something happens and maybe like what well, that YouTuber that did something and, he, and his shit got pulled. He got, you know, one thing all it takes is one bad fucking choice, especially if you're a younger streamer and a lot more places are checking social media accounts on people. That's part of the hiring process. If any place has sort of a background check. Yeah. Yeah. If background, pretty much all standard background checks now include social media accounts. And so let's say they pull it up and maybe your streams a little more out there or whatever, but maybe, and maybe you're not doing nothing wrong, but maybe just, it just doesn't fit in what they think would be indicative of, you know, someone that they want representing their, company or to be associated with their company, you might not get that job, even though you might be more than qualified for it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's things like that, that I'm going to take into consideration. That's a big reason why I like to keep my stuff as far as that goes separate. That's part of the reason why I never link my Facebook to any of my gaming stuff. That because I just don't like being on Facebook that much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a big fan of Facebook. I use it mostly for I got relatives and like I said, there's, you know, there's some work people and stuff. I can get in touch with them and things like that, but I don't really use it for anything else. I use my Twitter and and things for all of my, my gaming and all my other, you know, other stuff I'm into mostly. No, but that's still interesting. Like you have, you have Microsoft, uh, Amazon owns Twitch. And now you have Facebook. So you got, those are like the top, the big three. Yeah, they're having their own platform. I, I just, I just thought about that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Fa- Facebook will definitely, de- definitely get the kitties, but that's something I would be careful about. I, I would not use Facebook for my streaming. Nope. No, thank you. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I will pass. All right. So we got that. Uh, we talked about that. So you, uh, do you think you are going to go ahead and 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 try out mixer soon or is that still kind of a, in the thought process? So, uh, I mean, I really, I just kind of start thinking about it this week. Um, so I want to go, I still have my mixer account, so I'm going to go check it out, see if there's anything new as far as, you know, you know, on, on Twitch, on, on Twitch, you have your panels and yeah, all that information. I was going to check if, if they have something similar or do I need to add my own graphics to show like my schedule or, music that I'm listening to, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those, okay. those some, I like those features on over on Twitch. So I wonder yeah. if they have something similar. Um, but no, I think, I think it, once I, once I set it up, all right, uh, I'll, I'll go, you know, full in and give it a shot. Uh, you know, if you can make it, you can, you can make something part of your daily routine if you do it for like 21 days. So do it for a month, two months, three months, you can get something comparable to you know it's already been six months five months this year so i can compare my 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 time on on the first half of the year compared to the second half see how that that goes yeah there you go so the one thing that i have heard is that mixer is still growing as far as metrics like their very base metric data that they give you uh-huh. uh, compared to uh twitch and Facebook, Facebook apparently has the best metrics in the world right now, as far as. Oh, I, I, I bet they fucking do. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they have all use of them. your they, information. They, they've only been spying on you and serving you ads for how long now? 
<laughs> they they can get the data for people in this small town ages between I don't know how much that like whatever group <laughs> they can go so far into detail as far as metrics go. So if you're well, there's, there's, so, there's likes, so many people on Facebook though, that's why. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like there's people that are moving over to Facebook are having this success because there's a larger pool of people. There's more people there than any other yeah. platforms. So that's, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. All right. You know, we'll, we'll check it out. There Maybe try one right, well, d- tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> well, make some sort of a before you switch over. Make sure to let people know, and uh, you know, put something up on your Twitter or whatever, and you know, don't forget to also post something on on your actual Twitch page. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's, we're gonna try that's this. True. You know, we're we're gonna give this a go. Just so that way, uh, anybody who does regularly watch you, you know, they'll they'll be able to find you. All right. Well, uh, I think we pretty much more than over covered that. Um, getting close to the end of our episode here, but we still have one more thing to do, and this is a. Uh, course uh neutrons thing the anime the anime time with neutron anime wah <laughs> all right so man so last time i was here i'm i'm still watching the same five shows right boruto <laughs> my hero academia food they're like in the middle of it darling in the frank i think there's no episode today of darling of the franks i didn't see one up because i went to um, i was gonna um before we went to record i was watching um uh the new episode of hero yeah, my hero academia. Which, I watched that, so that was a good episode. So, uh, twas man. a good episode. Next week's gonna be good. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, but other than those, um, I started watching some new ones. So, okay. Um, you, I think you recommended this one in a previous uh, podcast, Log Horizon. Yes, yes, I did. So it's like a VR MMO RPG type game. I'm, I'm pretty sure it came before Sao. Right. Um, so it has that, you know, it, now that I think about it, I've been watching a lot of those type of uh, anime shows lately. SAO, <laughs> you know, uh, I've heard there was another one. But anyways, it's really good. I'm on the first two episodes and I'm really liking the story. What I've noticed now on these on these uh, like I'm also watching uh, SAO, GGO, Gungale Online. And yeah, every time I, I watch an episode, episode I want to go play a shooter game. And that's what I do. Like right after the episode, I just go play a shooter game. Well, guess what? Log Horizon is making me do. Now I want to go play a fantasy game, so I'm probably gonna go and get Terra, damn it, and play Terra with me. Yeah, I'll probably do that. <laughs> that it's free. Also, download it, it. Just hit that download button, man. Terra, and there's a uh, what's the other game that I have? Uh, Elder Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. So I'm also thinking of going back. I have that game. I just, I just never really. Again, at the time I bought that game, Destiny was take was taking my life. So yeah. <laughs> um, well, there so you go. Been... Play Terra, and then download, and then we'll then we'll go to Mixer, and then we can co-stream that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, um, I'm so, but but yeah, that's what I'm watching right now. Okay. Um, there's a few other ones that I've added to my queue. Um. Honestly, there's a, another show that's been taking most of my time. I've been watching The Office on Netflix <laughs> a lot. Like I, I was binge watching the first four seasons. Now it's slowed down a bit, but I've never got a chance to watch it the first time. So anime has been been uh, narrowed down to just those five. 
Boto, oh. Sao, Food Wars, My Hero, and Darling, and now Log Horizon. So, okay. Um, well, you have Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you go through uh, Amazon's uh, anime stuff, one of the stuff I started watching recently was uh, uh, Love is Hard for Otaku. Love is. It's pretty damn. It's pretty damn funny. <laughs> I added to my list. Done. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there it is. There it is. We got it. Uh, yeah, give that a watch. I'm still watching um, Beatless. Um, I'm not like, it's keeping my interest enough that I keep watching it, but I'm just not sure how I feel about it just yet. Like, it's it's interesting enough to keep my attention, but it's not like the, I don't know, it's not like super pulling me and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like some anime will get your, this. I'm, just, I'm, I'm still watching, but it's just like, okay, I'm here. And of course, you know, uh, Food Wars, obviously. Uh, Darling of the Franks, uh, which the last episode was, was pretty fucking good. It was brutal, fuck? dude. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like his arm was ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, a, it was, that, that was fucking chewed off. She ate it. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she ate it <laughs> so yeah, yeah so that th- th- that was mostly a backstory episode but holy shit it filled in a lot of gaps and yeah that was brutal um especially funny about how you know uh you know people losing their their male and, and female uh bits so they can become immortal i don't know yeah. would you be willing to lose your junk so you could become immortal <laughs> nah. i mean you get to live forever but What's the point when you can't have no fun? <laughs> just say Yeah, I, I don't want to live forever in that world. Just die. If you don't, if like, you, you're not going to die from age, but you're going to get killed by one of those giant robot monster things. <laughs> or just because you're like bored to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, well, you just cut out half of adulthood by getting rid of your, your bits. So, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Plus, not to mention just that the convenience of standing up to pee is just fantastic for guys. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to lose that. I'm sorry. I'm not giving up my junk. <laughs> nope, not happening. But yeah, that was a good episode. And of course, uh, uh, My Hero Academia. I watched that this morning. And is it, aren't they, there, there's a My Hero Academia game coming out, right? Oh, that's right. There is one. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah, that 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 caught my attention. We'll we'll see. Um, I'm sure we'll hear more about it at E3. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I'm waiting for at E3 is something else that may get my once again those words I don't like using pre-order. Uh, but this is also somewhat you know in, in the anime realm because an anime JRPG game, uh, the new Dragon Quest XI. Um, while it is available for pre-order, I'm waiting to see if there's like a special edition or something announced at E3. Hmm. Because if there is, I will probably buy it if it's got cool shit, which it more likely than not will since it's Dragon Quest, which Dragon Quest is probably one of the most bubbly, kitty versions of an RPG, but they're still fun as shit. And I'll play it. <laughs> um, and it will be a good time. And of course, that's like what, September, October when that comes out. But um, yeah, good stuff. Um, other anime things, anime things. Um, let's try to think of any other... I think they're shows. making a My Hero Academia m- movie. Uh, I'd believe it. I think that's um, what the last, last thing I heard. Other than that, uh, there's nothing new on the sword art front. We got the you know, uh, uh, alternative Gun Gale Online. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you, have you heard when they're having the next season of the main SAO? Um, the last to... I heard it was, I wanted to say, see, they're supposed to be sometime soon. I thought it was supposed to be a summer one, but maybe it's a fall. Um, hmm. I'm also trying to get information on when the next season of um, Attack on Titan. You read my mind. That shit. I need that shit in my life. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the second season, it was like a, well, was it like a mid season, like a half season or something? Yeah, was it was a half season. Okay. Cause it, it, it was, was more short. like backstory. It was a little bit slower compared to yeah. the first season, but then they, the way that they ended the second, that uh, yeah, the last couple, season, it was still pretty brutal though. Yeah. Good Lord. How it's going to, evolve into this next part of the season i think it's gonna be yeah I, th- I think that's why they did it like that i think the next season's gonna be freaking we're gonna see a lot of <laughs> it'll explain a bunch like of the background on the titans that's for sure yeah yeah it's a, that's definitely an, an interesting thing and I, and I love that show it's not for everybody but i love it <laughs> so good. Um, yeah it's very good well i think uh that pretty much wraps it up man i, I don't got nothing else unless you do uh, uh well there's only a few other items that happened this week as far as game reveals uh you know they're they're prepping up for e3 so slowly you're going to start seeing uh releases trailers uh for new games uh so they're uh they sh- showed a new fallout fallout 76 which is getting a lot of rumors as far as being a like an online uh overworld multiplayer game um so that will be a, a a new front for bethesda as far as fallout games go because they were always just you know very single long player single experience. player experiences so that would be interesting how they're able to do that and it's the other thing i'm expecting from bethesda other than that is maybe a new ip or they're just going to continue and ex- explore more content with with their current ips but we'll see well if they, do, if, if they make another uh elder scrolls game for love of God, don't tell me we're getting an updated version of Skyrim again. Because <laughs> I'll just start to fucking scream and just run away. Yes, we found a way to put Skyrim on your phone and on the fucking Nintendo 3DS. So we're releasing it there, too. We found a way to put it on your iPad or your. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll see all the old. I uh, uh, dang it. We'll type MP3 player. Oh, on a Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> we found out how to do on the Zoom. <laughs> Jesus. It's on, on everything Apple else, Watch. basically. <laughs> oh. oh, God. That'd be bad. That'd be really bad. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it uh, for, for this episode. It's 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 been a good one. And, of course, uh, we'll see you in the, in the next episode, everybody. See you guys. We'd like to thank everyone who took the time to listen to our podcast. If you'd like to know more, you can follow us on Twitter at Silas and Sage. You can also take a moment and come join us in our live streams. Sage is located on Twitch at Orangey Eros H. And Silas is on Mixer at Silas underscore River. For more podcast episodes, you can download them on iTunes, Google Play, and of course, our home on Podbean. This has been My Life in Games with Silas and Sage, and we will see you in two weeks.